Welcome. Everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yeah, just an hour to share with you Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires on the KFC Summer Session yeah. this hour. This hour looks uh, spectacular, including David Hussey. Look, did you play a lot of cricket, Gilly, with uh, David Hussey? Uh, a little bit. Uh, still do. Mm. In the Indian Premier League ah. over there. Kings I watched that first season. Buddy. That was great. Yeah, uh, with a different team now, of which Hussey's a part of that team. And, um, yeah, my, my young son's become a very big fan of his. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, fine cricketer and a, a chance of being in the Australian Test team, I think, later on in the year. Yeah, well, we're going to speak to him shortly. And, of course, the other thing that he's in, been involved in is the uh, brouhaha yeah. with Marlon Samuels and Shane Warne. He was there. He, he was, was at the... Was uh, he held back from another run? It was uh, all, all go. We'll talk yeah. to him very shortly and see exactly what he thinks about that. And Plus, we'll pick Tommy Rogic. Yeah, Tommy Rogic. Um, fantastic young talent. Um, the centre of attention right at the moment. Him and young Matt Ryan about their uh, possible... Going overseas, should I go now? Should I stay? Should I go? So I'll be interested to hear what he's got to say. Squizzy. Should you stay or should you go? You should stay right here on the KFC Summer Session. You're listening to Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's a KFC Summer Session and it is a hot summer in Australia. We've had those uh, intense, we had fires in Tasmania and of course today big hot one in uh, New South Wales and we're now joined by somebody who is pitching in and helping out. Of course the leader of the opposition Tony Abbott who joins us from his local fire brigade. G'day. G'day. How are you? Yeah we're well. So you have, uh, I know that you were in Brisbane I think uh, yesterday and you've headed back to Sydney. Tell us where you are. Well I'm at the Davidson Rural Fire Brigade uh, at Borgner Street in Davidson. Um, I've been one of the volunteer bushfighters here now for about 12 years. We've got a couple of crews on air. Uh, this would be typical of hundreds of RFS stations right across New South Wales today. Uh, they would have uh, crews on standby and obviously in some of those areas where fires have broken out, the, the crews would be battling the fires. But, uh, but I'm just one of tens of thousands of uh, RFS volunteers, many of whom would be uh, on duty today. Tony, uh, Adam Gilchrist here. It's, uh, it's great to see you being... Uh keen to, to get in and, and lend a hand at 12 years you've been of service there. We're a national program. Are you able to explain to our listeners exactly where the Davison Rural Fire Brigade is and, and, and have you had any active service in those 12 years in, in, in previous years? Yeah, sure, Adam. Look, uh, the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, uh, it's uh, the New South Wales equivalent of the Victorian uh, uh, CFA and yeah. there are similar bodies uh, in, in all of the states and territories. Uh, um, Davidson is uh, near where I live on the northern beaches of Sydney. There's uh, a number of local brigades with part of the Ringa Pitwater Rural Fire District. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, I've been called out at different times to do hazard reduction burns to, uh, to fight local fires. Um, in 2003, I went down to the Snowy Mountains on a strike crew. In yeah. 2005, I went to Victoria uh, to help with the mop-up for the Grampians fire. There haven't been any major deployments since then, but I've stayed an efficient firefighter or I've certainly kept my hours up. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a terrific way to contribute to the local community. And look, uh, when you're on the back of a fire truck, it's amazing. Uh, uh, either uh, the, uh, the stress release uh, from being out of the office and <laughs> the, the solidarity with, uh, with the other people in the crew. Yeah. And Tony, I wanted to ask you, what are the do's and don'ts, just the most basic ones for the people that are living in the biggest high-risk areas on days like this? Well, you've always got to have your house prepared. And uh, 
the mistake that a lot of us make, particularly if we're living in a bushy area with gum trees overhead, mm. is that we don't keep our gutters clean. So uh, that's really the, ba the basic rule. Keep your gutters clean. Uh, try to make sure that there's nothing inflammable under the house. Uh, you don't stack wood against the house, for instance. Uh, you don't have uh, petrol or paint or something like that stored under the house. Um, if there is fire in the area, mm. you've got to make the decision whether to stay or go, and you should make the decision sooner rather than later. Uh, and uh, if there's any doubt as to whether you are able to help uh, defend the home, uh, it's probably best to, to go. But uh, um, anyone who, who is anxious about uh, their situation, um, listen to the radio today and... Uh, um, when this situation calms down, uh, probably not a bad thing to make contact with the local rural fire brigade if you're worried about um, your situation with respect to bushfires. Uh, look, Tony, thanks so much for being part. Look, mm. and I appreciate what you do there, obviously, with the you're local fire so. brigade. Politicians often have to live by polls. Uh, just a quick question. Have you ever got to slide down the fireman's pole? <laughs> That's very amusing. Very but, uh, good, Swansea. We don't have one at this station. You know, I built I built the kids a cubby house a few years ago, yeah. and uh, and I put a fireman's pole in the cubby house. Now <laughs> the kids slid down it for all of about three weeks, and then they decided that they were too old and grown up for that kind of life. <laughs> uh, I love it. Look, let's hope you don't have to be called into action today or across the next few days, but uh, it's great that you are there, ready great. to do so. Thanks much, uh, so much for being part of the KFC Summer Session. Thanks, Tony. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tony. There he is, the Leader of the Opposition, Tony Abbott, on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. You're listening to the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires with you. And we are joined now by uh, David Hussey. Huss, good day. Hi. I'm very well, thanks, mate. Can I just, before we get into you know the incredibly difficult questioning, the probing interview, <laughs> I just need, just need to give you a stat. Uh, the other day, after we'd spoken to your brother and about you know who he was going to pass on the song to the uh, you know leading of the team song, we put an online poll for the all of Australia, and we we put the options. We put four options: Peter Siddle, Dave Warner, uh, Matty Wade, and your good self. Uh, Eleven percent of the country voted for you. Yes, to even though you weren't in the test. <laughs> <laughs> That's promising signs, huh? Yeah. Ah, so well played. Thanks, and we're getting flown in just to sing the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, well, it wouldn't be a bad tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charge them heavy, yeah. Charge them heavy. It's the same way that uh, Shane Ward's being flown in just to do the post thing for tonight, given that he can't actually play. Hey, Huss. Um, Mate, there's talking of Shane Warne and him sitting out tonight's match. The big incident with Marlon Samuels that blew up a, a couple of nights ago. You were right in the thick of it, obviously part of the initial tackle uh, from Marlon <laughs> Samuels that instigated the row later on, mate. Well, uh, can you talk us through it, how you saw it? And was there much in it from Marlon at the time? No, not at all, uh, Adam, Adam. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was just a bit of, bit of a banter, a bit of play. Uh, we actually get on quite well, Marlon and I, and uh, I think he was just trying to make a few friends out there. And, uh, yeah, I didn't realise that Warnie took it so far out, out in the middle afterwards. Um, I was, uh, yeah, a bit of a scout out in the outfield, and, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe what, actually what happened on the cricket field. Uh, probably went a little bit over the top, but uh, yeah. I'm glad yeah, it's all right. over now, and, um, yeah, we can focus on tonight's yeah. game. 
Yeah, yeah. I did say uh, the the morning after, or the, the afternoon after, when we were discussing it, and, and said Marlon can be a bit of a prickly character on the field. He, <laughs> nigg- he niggles the opponent. I, I said, and I noticed your quote said, uh, or quote attributed to you, saying he doesn't seem to make too many friends all around the world. That's we took a little bit further, but uh, how, how's uh, any response from from Marlon or or the Renegades to that call? No, nah, not at all. Um, Marlon's probably just been discharged from hospital, so th- thankfully he's okay, his health's okay, and uh, yeah, hopefully he's uh, back playing for the West Indies uh, sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, not not for the Renegades because they're actually flying at the moment, so yeah. they yeah. probably don't really need him. Yeah, and tough week for you, Huss. You mentioned the game tonight against the Thunder. It's a must win for you. If you do win, you can get in the. Well, you'll definitely make sure you get in the top four. And of course, on Friday against Sri Lanka. So, uh, how are you shaping up? First of all, for tonight's game against the Thunder, the Stars in general, after the other night's loss. Yeah, um, just difficult, difficult game there the other night against the Renegades. Uh, I think both teams are fired up. Maybe, maybe a little bit too much uh, with a home semi-final at stake. And uh, sadly, the, the, the boys in green finished second. But uh, tonight we've got another uh, an opportunity to, to qualify for the finals. And uh, yeah, hopefully we right the wrongs and uh, yeah, turn it on tonight in front of a, hopefully another big crowd. This is a beautiful day down here in, in Melbourne. But uh, very much looking forward to Friday. Uh, yeah. I was uh, under the um, assumption that I was done with the Australian team. And uh, yeah, to get a call uh, to, to say you're back in the one day team uh, I was wrapped and uh, yeah I'm ready to make every post a winner Right. Well, and obviously that experience, which I think is necessary, because fairly young side yeah. around you and a couple of other blokes, isn't it? Yeah, it is very young, uh, which is exciting time for Australian cricket. Actually, uh, I heard Mickey Arthur say the other day, it's a really exciting time to be an Australian player and uh, or there and thereabouts uh, as an Australian player. So there's heaps of opportunities coming up, and uh, oh, from a, an older person, I don't really care uh, how young you are or how old you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want that opportunity to play in, in the in the Dougie Green. Most definitely. Hussey, you talk about the opportunity, a big tour to India coming up uh, in just a few short months, or a few weeks in fact, Um, you've got this back-to-back one-day series against Sri Lanka and the West Indies, they feature prominently with spin bowling, I guess if you can uh, feature in that and play that spin bowling well, there's a, a real opportunity maybe for the test selection. Yeah, absolutely, Gil. Um, I think it's been uh, well documented in, in every uh, publication of the newspaper saying that uh, yeah, they're looking for blokes who can play spin. Oh, yeah. I think Mark Clark said the other day that, um, that the top order has struggled against a spin, so yeah. maybe that's uh, a little niche uh, that, that I've got. I can play spin a little bit better than most, so uh, if I do get an opportunity to uh, to go to to, uh, to India, yeah, I'd take with both hands, but first and foremost, uh, like you say, uh, really got to dominate the, uh, the Sri Lankan spinners and then further on the, uh, the West Indian spinners. And Huss, just to, to finish, mate, we, we, we spoke earlier in our program about some nicknames, uh, various nicknames, and, and I know that you carried a moniker that, that didn't necessarily sit well with yourself, uh, Bomber, uh, B-O-M, uh, longer extended of B-O-M, brother of Mike. Uh, I've just got to give you a little ego boost here. You, yes. you've, you've met my young son, Archie. He came over when we were playing together in the IPL. Uh, you are, without doubt, his favourite player. And we walked into a function the other evening uh, around your brother Mike's retirement. And uh, we walked into the function, had the kids with me, and, and, and he looks up and sees Mike stand and goes, Dad, Dad, there's David Hussey's brother. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mate, so you're winning them over at a young age, buddy. I've always knew, always known that a uh, young arch is a very good judge of a cricket. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> David Hussey, thanks so much for being part of the show and all the best for the Big Bash and the International Series, mate. No problem at all. Thanks, thanks Dave. Dave. Good yeah. on you, mate. There you go. It's a great David Hussey on the KFC Summer Session and you're listening to Triple M. This 
is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, for the all-new Grill Twister Max at KFC, it's tastefully Ooh. chockers. Good times. Fact. All right. Good times. Question. What happened to Zing? The Zinger? <laughs> oh, no, that, that's Sold out. so last Sold week. Sold out. So last week. <laughs> so we just on with the good times, like JJ from Good Times. <laughs> we uh, asked you, our question for today, heading to triplem.com.au, was very simple, but uh, it turns out it was a little bit more difficult than I thought. What is your mm. favourite paddle pop flavour? You had three options. There was chocolate. <laughs> I mean, sadly, it wasn't chocolate and caramel, which was Gilly's favourite. There was chocolate, there was rainbow and banana. All right, rainbow. the people the people have spoken. Have they? Mm-hmm. Rainbow. 10%. Oh. Not so possible, <laughs> the rainbow. David Hussey mm. type level. Mm. Chocolate, 45%. Yeah. Banana. Here we go, the winner. 45%. The same again. Once we once again, we failed to come up with a definitive answer in this poll. And what's the point banana. of the poll if we can't come up with an answer? Can I suggest something to Mr. Paddle Pop Line? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Can we? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's try a chalk banana paddle pop. A chalk banana? Oh. Well, that's almost rainbow. So, solving all <laughs> of the rainbow. issues. Maybe rainbow <laughs> is cutting the edge, though. Look, I think chocolate is obviously a bit. Banana. I don't think any bananas are actually harmed in the making of a banana paddle pop, are they? <laughs> yeah. It's more yellow flavour yeah. than actual it's banana. That's banana, buddy. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, banana. There you go. Chocolate and banana. I've just are been informed the that jewel. the vegetable oil has been taken out of banana paddle pops. Like it's going to make a big difference to that vote, but I've just been informed about it. <laughs> we'll speak to Tommy uh, Rogic later in the show. Will he go to the EPL or not? Mm, TR. Ahead on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Some good times better shared like KFC's new cricketers pack, Good Times. Shows like The Block, you do-it-yourself TV shows, they tend to, I guess, convince people that it's really easy because The Block, Very you know, you do a new room, a bathroom in all 23 minutes. Uh, that seems to be how long it, t- <laughs> it takes. Here's one I prepared earlier. It's like those cooking shows. <laughs> it so suddenly all these people have the idea that, you know what, I might just renovate. Yeah. And turns out those people aren't superhuman and they're like you and me, Gilly. And you say, yep. that's going to take me like roughly 28 30 minutes to do the bathroom. It turns out it takes 12, 15 years, according <laughs> to a survey. Now, I love a survey. A survey. Now, apparently, apparently Australians are very good at deciding they want to do home improvement, as you should, and a lot of people do it. Sadly, we struggle to find the time to finish it. Uh, now, according to the survey, about 80% of mm. Australians have started something. <laughs> Got something, something on the boiler. Uh, sadly, it's not finished. Good so, intent. Yeah, but, good intent. Uh, <laughs> bad good intent. finishes. Garden, maybe, you know, something in the garden, maybe yeah. a, a new uh, room, could be whatever it is, do I, the bathroom. Yeah, well, we heard, I mean, Tony Abbott, we heard from him that he's a bit of a DIY. Yeah. He, he built the, the cubby house for the kids with the fireman's <laughs> pole down there. So nice exactly. to know he's active and, and sounds like he finished the job. But I'm at 100%. Are you? Yeah. Of unfinished? Uh, well, they're unfinished because they never began. A hundred percent. I don't even bother starting. You don't start? No. no. Uh, Bozza, I'm looking uh, at you. I'm, I'm more of a soldier. Are you? Uh, right? yeah. Yeah. I'm not really one to sort of read the instructions, and I'm like, you know, just tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did with my dad put together the, the baby's crib. That really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was flying with that one, buddy. It was like a flat pack, you know, was it? Fine, you know, match up those little things and knock that one in, top. take that one out. <laughs> so basically, magnificent. you're good with an Allen key. Uh, basically, yeah. I'm good with orders, buddy. Really? Okay. I'm a soldier. It's yeah. taken me 40 years to realise it, but I'm a soldier. I'm no general. No. Well, look, it took me, like Christmas Eve, it took me about three hours and I had to get the daughter and her boyfriend over to put the car together for Harry's you know, Christmas oh, present. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I thought, oh, it's a bit, can't be that hard. Yeah. Turns out it is. Yeah. 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 Incredibly difficult. So I can understand people who may start 
projects that are much larger yeah. than that yes. and are wondering when is it going to finish. It, it, the classics, the, like the veranda, uh, sort of uh, the, out that 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 back door that opens up yeah. Yeah. to nothing. Still, we'll be, we'll be putting some floorboards in yeah. there at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Improvements, improvements. I wonder if you're at that. It may not be you. Uh, are you brave enough to admit it yourself that mm. you're the handy person uh, and you've started a project, whatever it may be, and it's been sitting there for months? Maybe even years. How long has it been? If it's not you who's game enough, maybe it's your partner. Yeah. And you're still waiting for the, that cool room or the, the back veranda to be finished. You promised it's going to happen. It hasn't quite happened. How long have you been waiting the for kitchen. a do-it-yourself project? Kitchen. He keeps telling me. He keeps telling me. <laughs> It'll be there by Christmas, Dale. <laughs> Which Christmas? One triple three five three. Call us now on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's the KFC Summer Session on Triple M for the all-new Grill Twister Max at KFC. It's tastefully chockers, good times, do it yourself. Everybody's into it. Sadly, not finishing it, according to a survey. Start that project. They're finishing the twisters. Yeah, exactly. They're nailing them. Yeah, it looks like a good idea to do it yourself, and then you think, mm, yeah. don't quite nail it. Uh, Peter, it's called one triple three five three. Good day. Good day, boys. How are you going? Good, Peter. What's the job? I've got. Uh, I do. Uh, I actually do bathroom renovations for a living, okay. and. Uh, Mm-hmm. I got one that's unfinished after about uh, nearly nearly six years. Uh, what a, a job you're doing for someone or yours? My, my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my bathroom. <laughs> I was going to say business can't be going real well. Uh, how does uh, that go down with the Mrs. Pete? Uh, uh, like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what excuse do you give Pete? Do you say that you're so busy doing other people's bathrooms yeah. you haven't got time to do your own? I'm so busy making her, for, her, for her a life of luxury yeah, that she doesn't yeah, want to do it. Come back, Pete. Yes. I got my, my youngest daughter, right, she's eight. She yeah. doesn't remember what it's like to have the bathroom not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it's a life of luxury if you haven't actually got a bathroom. <laughs> <and> you <laughs> well, <laughs> well, good luck with it, Peter. Amanda, g'day. Yeah, g'day. What's going on? Uh, we, we have a um, back courtyard that we... All we need is the double doors to open up and enjoy the backyard. And yeah. um, it's been a family project now for over 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and we've decided that uh, we're going to do a knockdown rebuild. So I don't know how long that's going to take before we start that one too. Ooh, 40 so years. double doors has taken 40 years, but you can do a complete little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Have you got knock it, yeah, knock it down and start again. Yeah, generational uh, uh, experience. Um, Amanda, Marvelous. is there somebody you're blaming specifically? No, not really. Mm. No, it's, it's just I'm, I'm an ideas person. So, uh, you know, as your mates, you know, worked out he's, he's a bit of a soldier, I've decided I'm the ideas person. I'm not the actioner. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know... The actioner? Yeah, no, mm. no. I'm, I'm the ideas person. So, you know, the only time in my life I ever had to finish something I decided was going to be my HSC, and after that I have no more projects. I'm just <laughs> going to stay the ideas person forever. Uh, I love yeah, it, Amanda. Love well, it. good luck with the knockdown. That should go best. well. This is the KFC Summer Session, and you're listening to Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session for the all-new Grilled Twister Max at KFC. Tastefully chockers, good times. Hey, boys, just tell me and our listeners, how good is Tommy uh, Rogic? Well, hopefully he's not listening because I don't want his head to get too big, mm-hmm. but uh, he's okay. a player who's, who's got a special ability. When I say special abil- ability, it's he, he can be a player that Australia's never had before, somebody mm-hmm. that actually, actually create and, w- and win games on his own. Um, very, very special talent um, and somebody that can go all the way in club and international football. Well, as it ha- turns out, big rap. as it turns out, he's with us right now. Oh, so I told <laughs> you, I don't want you listening he's to that. He's got a bigger head. G'day, Tommy. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> now, every, I guess, every kid who has a dream in, uh, in football, part of it is playing for, the, you know, playing for their country, playing for Australia. Part of it, if you're in Australia, would also be playing in the EP, uh, EPL. 
You are not going to. The, the Reading has tried to get you along there. You've made a decision not to go. Just talk us through what happened. Yeah, I mean, there was a bit of interest from a few clubs, and in particular Reading. Um, and it's, as a player, it's very, uh, I guess, very uh, a compliment when someone in the English Premier League wants to sign you. But um, it wasn't to be, and um, at the moment it's, it's not happening. And I think we'll reassess at the end of the season. But um, for now, I'm staying in Australia. I think we'll look at all our options come season's end. Tommy, that must be uh, there must be an element of frustration for you there to to be able to not carry out that dream of of getting over into to the UK or Europe uh, just for the moment. I'm sure, uh, particularly going on the glowing report from Mark Bosnich, I'll be there. <laughs> it, it's a matter of time till another club comes along. But frustrated for the moment, mate? Uh, a little bit in a way, but um, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns in football, and would it have been best to say what would have happened? Um, yeah, I mean, you'll never know. So. Yeah. Um, I'll just move on and, and, and keep training and doing what I can do on the pitch and uh, hopefully the other stuff off, off the pitch will take care of itself. And Tommy, um, you, you obviously you have an agent, Andrew Burnell, ex-Australian international, and you obviously you rely a lot on your father as well. Can you just explain to our listeners, how long have you got left on your contract? I'm contracted until the end of the A-League season. Okay, the that, which means basically the end of the A-League season, that you, that's if you don't sign another contract with Central Coast Mariners, you can, you can go on a free, can't you? Yeah, more or less. I okay. mean, the standard compensation. The standard, but, compensa- um, the standard compensation will be due to, to Central Coast Mariners. That, that, that's correct. Now, in this transfer period from now to, to the end of January, there obviously will be more teams that, that will, will come in for you. Now, now, what's the process there? What happens? Does the club inform you that there are interest, or do they tell you you have to go? What, 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 what's normally the, the procedure? Could you explain to our listeners? Well, yeah, I mean, the club of, of interest will, will contact the Mariners and, and let them know they're interested and... Um, they'll obviously contact me or, or through my agent Andy. He'll he'll let me know, and um, I guess we'll just go from there and, and talk to the people around me who who can help me make the right decision about uh, what's best for me. You've you've represented the Socceroos. You've made your debut there, uh, doing very well. You've also represented the Futsal Roos. Talk me a little bit about Futsal, uh, because for me, I'm I'm not completely. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I said, it's. Um, a bit unknown, I think, uh, Australia-wide. Um, I think it's a, it's a great sport, and for me it was mostly just a thing I did in the off-season uh, of football. And uh, I think it's helped me uh, as a junior uh, with my skills and my technique on the ball. Um, and, yeah, something I'd encourage to uh, young footballers out there to help their development. And, and Tommy, is there a, a European club that you would love to come knocking? Who, who did you follow as a youngster? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I follow Manchester United. Good but, boy, uh, good boy, Tommy. Well done, Tommy. No, yeah. Tommy, who was your favourite player? If you don't say me, I'm going to take back everything. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite player growing up um, had to be uh, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. Watching him yeah. was, was was unreal. And, yeah, well, given, um, given you're only yeah. 20, I don't think you, you remember, Mark. What this is. And Tommy, one last question. Um, you, you're serving the, the last game of a, a three-match ban. Um, Central Coast Mariners still top of the table. Can you win the grand final this year? Uh, yes. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Very good. Answer. Magnificent answer, son. I told them. I told yeah. them you're a star. Tommy Rogic, I'm sure you ha- will have those opportunities. Uh, all the best for the rest of this season and beyond, mate. Uh, thanks for having me. Thank well, you, mate. champion. Tommy Rogic, the best player ever to pull on the boot, according to Mark Bosnich. This is the KFC Summer Session, and you're on Triple M. 
This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires. For the new Grill Twister Max KFC has taken the twist to the new limits. Good times. Sadly, that is just about where we have to leave you for oh. today. Before we do, though, earlier we were talking about those terrific do-it-yourself uh, kind of people mm. who start the job with all good intentions and just never finish the job. Yeah. Uh, and Jason has called. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> good day. <laughs> Going, yeah, good. Now, I understand these things. It doesn't necessarily have to be something with the house, does it? It could be the car. What's happened? Indeed, indeed. I bought a VK Commodore with my grandfather's inheritance. Yes. Oh, and nice. about a year after that, my um, ex decided to wrap it around a tree. <laughs> um, <laughs> for about six and a half, seven years, I was trying to fix it. And I've now stripped it into bits and pieces, sold it all off, bought another DIY car. <laughs> Moved on to a second project. What, with yeah, confidence? Instead of a Commodore, I've got a Jaguar. Oh, and I noticed well uh, it moved well on to a JJ. new girlfriend as well. <laughs> the ex. And is it the same comparison with the girlfriend? You know, going from a Commodore to a Jaguar? <laughs> Nice work, Jason. <laughs> well played, there Chad. You go. There were some great calls we couldn't get to. Anthony had the story of building the cubby house in the home. Sadly, after two years, still no ladder or handrails. So basically, the <laughs> kids, kids have never been in there. <laughs> he needs a fireman's pole. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Well done, Australia. Just not quite getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, our job is done for the day. We will join you again tomorrow. Uh, Cash, you will be back. Thanks so much, Boz. We'll no speak worries. to you later. We'll see you on uh, yeah. Monday. Is it yeah. Monday? Next yeah. week, yeah. Next week. Have a great evening. Chat tomorrow. Bye. The KFC Summer Session. For the all-new Cricketers Pack at KFC. Perfect for sharing. Good times. Oh.